0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome to the four corners podcast uh, it is just matt and myself tonight because shad is having shall we say numerous and various uh technical problems
2: he's not happy <laughs> he's uh he's messaging us and he literally said i am unhappy <laughs> they I, uh
0: i, I believe they have water t- and that's it right now <laughs>
2: Yeah, they had. It began like where he was supposed to. I think his Wi-Fi was. Oh, his router. His router died. Yeah. So he was gonna have someone from like the uh, the provider come and and fix that. But if, if anyone who's ever dealt with those sort of technicians, they come when they decide to come. Yeah. And usually they give you like some sort of asinine uh, window. I, I I'm still working from home, so it's like it's uh, not difficult for me because I'm here.
0: No, not but for there.
2: Yeah, but otherwise it'd be like, oh yeah, we'll come between the hours of uh, eight and six p.m. It's like what? That doesn't do me any good. When narrow yeah. it down, and they they will never do that.
0: Well, see, uh, my like my house it's different because my wife works third shift and I work from home half the days, so at our house it's not really a big deal because someone is almost invariably always home here. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so he will not. He might. He might pop in later. Uh, but we I don't, don't know,
2: because his update was that not only was the, you know, his Wi-Fi and everything all let down, but he was out of power as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if those damn Velociraptors get out, well, then he's just fucked. So. Yeah. Um. So, uh. So we'll do the, the you know introductory uh shilling of said products. So collar and elbow, uh, the wrestling brand T-shirts. I haven't actually seen any of their new stuff lately. But I will say the big positive is if you order from them, you'll actually get it unlike pro wrestling tees.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh yeah, and they're they're good quality stuff. I've I've got quite a few um that I can't wear because I was buying them when I was fatter and like I'm kind of like in that stage where XLs are getting a little too big, but I'm not quite ready for larges. And for some reason, um everyone's doing stuff small now, but most of my um, call and Elbow stuff's 2x, so it's way too big. I
2: I think the quality of the Colin Elbow stuff is still good. Um, I don't think that they have too many new designs because they're still working on old designs. Yeah. Uh, but they do have a few. Uh, since you mentioned pro wrestling tees, it's like I actually it's tough to say because when they first started, I thought it was doing really well, but it, I I I mean they still might be selling well, but I think that the quality is like really decreased
0: i haven't i haven't had any i haven't bought anything from them in a while i i just feel like the problem they're having is like with the the thing that sinks a lot of companies which is they're really successful and they're growing really well but that's where it gets really tough because managing growth is difficult
2: well people have actually like complained a lot too because uh obviously they have an aew connection yeah uh but people have been I people have been a little bit like uh unfair almost to being mean. It's not like it's I'm not making a editorial comment on that, but people are saying like the I like actual life events, Uh they only AEW like doesn't have the merch level that they should.
0: I, I think uh, even like, Justin just complained about that.
2: Yeah, and the reason I say like people being unfair is because I think uh one of the bucks their wives is supposed to be like kind of heading that up or heavily involved with that. And so people are kind of giving like them like heat with that. And they're like, you know, don't you should, this is why you shouldn't have like a your family member, like in charge of things, uh, which I don't know. I don't know if that's really,
0: I don't think, that's going that's, uh, on. I don't think, I think that's really unfair <laughs> because it's probably not her fault. That is probably a pro wrestling tease issue.
2: Mm-hmm. well I mean our own Chad tried to his wife was going to order him something as like a gift like an anniversary gift or something like that and uh, it like was not coming
0: like three so months to, we're talking like three months
2: here. yeah it wasn't just like oh I ordered it like it's not here in a week it's like which might actually be like something you would gripe about if you pay for like expedited shipping yeah but it was like a substantial amount of time it's like and it wasn't guys, something cheap either pre-order. yeah it was like a, a print. Uh, it's like, dude, this is not like a pre-order thing that you have to like, like gauge it out. It's not gonna be released for like three, four months. No, it's like something that should have been like, you order it like on a Monday, like by the end of the week at the latest. Like that should have been in the mail, uh, and it yeah. was not.
0: Yeah, and like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna use a comparison, even though it's different. Like Jeff Lynch, who's just some dude like probably copying DVDs in his basement, mm. if if I ordered something from him tonight and I emailed him and he answered me tomorrow, I'd have it by Saturday. At the uh, latest. Yes.
2: Yes. Jeff Lynch. Uh, we've talked about him before many times on the show. Like he is really, really fast. He's pretty reasonably priced in terms of like his, uh, his product. Uh, I'll also, again, as I've done before, give a plug to IVP videos. He's not a sponsor. He does nothing for us except, uh, Except, Except he actually banter he with us, us on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, we like follow each other, uh, and he's local to me in a sense that he's like based out of Maryland, and I'm uh, in, in Northern Virginia. But he's he's really good. Like if you order from him, he is pretty prompt. Like unless I feel... it's
0: a sale. If he does like one of his big sales, like be ready to yeah. wait but even a couple that... weeks.
2: Uh, maybe not even a couple of weeks. If they're if he's running a big sale, like he always tries to run like a Black Friday sale,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, he might be backed up with like all the product. I usually when I I I, I don't necessarily always order from him, uh, like routinely. Like I don't, uh, you know,
0: his like Blu-ray, getting... his Blu-ray sets are getting really impossible to pass up. Honestly,
2: uh, he's he's really like killing you with with a lot of that stuff. But it, outside of like a really big sale, like a Black Friday sale. Usually, like, he's pretty quick. So if you mm-hmm. order something, well, again, using the, the reference of, like, a Monday. Like, if you order something by a Monday, like, it's probably going to be in the mail by Friday. Yeah. And, and you get it pretty quickly. At least and, I do, because I'm I'm more local.
0: But Well, I mean, but the thing is for me, though, so you'll be like, well, Jeff Lynch lives in uh, Pennsylvania and you live in Ohio. So, of course, it's quick. It's like, well, yeah, but Pro Wrestling Tees is in Illinois and I'm in Ohio. So it's not yeah. that much further.
2: <laughs> uh, and it's been a while since I've ordered anything from PWTs, but I just know that if I'm gonna order something from them, it's like okay, like a T shirt. It's like, okay, uh, uh let me look at my calendar. Yeah. It'll be like three, four weeks before it comes out.
0: And I just I, I have a problem is I mean every site's dabbling in this, so I, I don't mean to single them out, but they're they're dabbling like all these other companies that are really heavily into FOMO stuff, which is just starting to to bug me.
2: What FOMO stuff?
0: Like the micro brawlers and stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, Pre WTS does do the micro brawlers, uh, which are cool. They're good quality. On... They they are cool. Uh, I think they're overpriced for what you're getting.
0: Oh, very. Uh,
2: and it, they do stuff weekly, I think at least. So it's like if you really want to actually like dive into that, because that that gets to be its own thing too. It's like oh, I need to have this collectible. It's like
0: mm, and when you, do you need broke, the, you need the. You need the, the 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 weekly box too because it has its own it has its own collectible in there.
2: They have like a monthly wrestling box, I think, and they have like an uh uh AEW box.
0: The monthly I, box is worth it in my opinion though. Uh it's yeah, I mean, in fairness
2: those those boxes are reasonably cheap cuz they're what like 30 uh, books I think it depends upon the the tier you get.
0: Cause I think I uh, think what I was getting was thirty, and I was getting two shirts a month, um, an autograph, a micro brawler, and a couple of like tchotchke-y things. Mm-hmm. And I've I never I I quit doing it just because what invariably happens with those boxes is even if I'm enjoying it, I um, I just don't have room for the, all the stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I that's one of the things I don't really collect like I used to uh, different things, Uh, which we're going to talk about, like some of the things I do still collect. But yeah, uh, I don't really collect that many things. But one one thing I do have is like a collection of it is basically like T-shirts. Uh, sometimes they're like pop culture T-shirts A lot of them. Like, much of them are wrestling T-shirts. But I'm at the point now where it's like I'm essentially in the process, I'm going to have to like purge some of them. Yeah. Some of the older t-shirts, are going to have to like go, uh, to make room for any, any new t-shirts I get. Cause I'm at like, I feel like I'm at like essentially capacity where it's like, no, nah, old stuff's got to go.
0: See, my so, problem is my problem is so about seven ish years ago, I lost 110 pounds mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. And because of that and stress and some other things, I gained most of it back. And then last year, I had enough, and I've lost most of it again. So I have to have three. I've ha- I have three sizes of t-shirts around, and oh god, eight-ish sizes of pants around.
2: Cause yeah, pa- I, uh, Cause pants, yeah, I because pants
0: pants are like every what, ten to fifteen pounds.
2: I don't know, but it, certainly like you know like. <laughs> And <laughs> when you had to like upgrade to a different pant size,
0: oh, yeah. and I was and, like, like,
2: no, no, I I'm a certain pant size and I've been that way. And anytime, uh, if I'm not watching my diet and I start to be like if pants start feeling a little snug, I'm like, no, uh, this is no unacceptable. Like I can't, I'm not buying new pants. I'm gonna have to just I... slim down.
0: Well, I need to like I need to I need to purge it because some mornings I'll like I like put on a pair of boxers and then they like practically fall off. I'm like, oh, these are two sizes ago, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and then that leaves us for our other uh shout out.
2: Uh, that'd be Orlando Colone. Orlando uh, Colone doesn't play with dolls, guys. He plays with action figures.
0: Yes. So this is this is kind of a spur of the moment one because of uh we had a different topic that we're probably gonna do next week, but with Shad being out, we decided to do something that he wouldn't really talk about. But I did, I did want to, I did want to um start off our action figure conversation with uh what i spent most of my weekend buying because i really enjoyed the nostalgia of stores actually having the action figures and them being affordable is um the final faction figures from dollar tree
2: ah uh, you know this was very impromptu like literally right before the show it's like oh shat's not gonna probably be able to join us so let's just talk about this uh but i i could have uh, we could have actually tried to get Chris DiPetrillo, friend of the show, on the on the show because he has bought a lot of these like Final Force uh, action figures for his son. Uh, who his son now at this point I think he's like uh, Chris didn't buy them that long ago, like probably in the last like a year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think his son has already like moved on from a lot of action figures. His son's like not that old. I think it's like he's uh let me calculate in my head how old
0: he is. Kids get old really quick.
2: He is. Gosh, just like nine? Is he nine?
0: That sounds about right. That feels right.
2: That's. I think he's nine. Uh, yeah, I believe. Wait, wait, wait. When did I get married? 2014. Uh, and he his son got was born like 2015. Okay, no, no, no. I take it back. He's like eight. Uh, anyway, uh, his son is already like moving into like comics and things like that. Still, I think you know there's some maybe some toys that he's interested in, but not really. But like in the last like year or two, Chris bought him like a bunch of these Final Force because they're cheap. Like, and Chris is always like a Dollar Tree because it's like he gets he can find like good deals and like uh, DVDs and things like well, that. Well, and
0: and if you if you do like anything like celebration wise or like you need to take something into work like decorations there are pretty decent and like you Mm -hmm. can get them on the cheap. So like we're in dollar tree all the time because of this and that.
2: Well, and also like Chris, uh, oftentimes has like awful taste. (laughs) What what I consider awful taste in like movies.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's perfect for him. But Chris,
2: in fairness to him, Chris has been beating this drum. And I think there's something quite to this that Chris has been a proponent of having physical media like an actual like dvd and he he's hit onto something because it's like if you like a show or you like a movie you don't have to worry about it just disappearing off your streaming platform and never to yeah. be seen again that
0: just happened to me like two weeks ago
2: oh what? yeah there's a i don't know i forget what like franchise or something it was but something when it's complaining about how it's getting removed from. It's like a franchise. It's like so there's like more of one of this, like more than one movie or more than one series or whatever. But it's being taken off one of the one of the streaming platforms, and they've already said to people, oh yeah, it's gonna like completely disappear. And some people are like, well, I bought the movie. Like I bought it. Like they they gave me that option. I bought the movie, and they're like, nope, that's gonna disappear too. Who cares if you bought it? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's totally ridiculous. So I he is onto something about having an actual like physical media that a streaming platform can't take away from you. They can't edit it or things like that. So he's, he's always like a Dollar Tree, like buying stuff. People, yeah. uh, we have a, I have a group chat with him. A couple of the guys like dames friend uh, of the show, Damien Gonzalez and talking about like the, the products that Chris is always talking about the products he's buying, but Dollar Tree is a Dollar Tree, right? Not
0: yeah. Dollar Tree. It's a it's dollar
2: or f- dollar. Well, there's, dollar. So
0: there's, there's family dollar family dollar is just like a grocery store though. Like, a, mm. like a, it's, it's, it's your name brand stuff. It might be a little cheaper, but it's name brand. Dollar Tree is like, everything is like a dollar or less. And then there's Dollar General, which is a different company. And um, there might be different ones regionally, like in Virginia than Ohio. But those are the three we have. Um, so these are, these are, they're pretty decent. Like, I mean, they're like five points of articulation, but they're all like a dollar twenty-five. Mm -hmm. And they have like, they're kind of like the old G.I. Joes, like in like spirit, but then they have like, do you remember the old Marvel trading cards with like the where they had like ratings on the back of them? Hmm. I have I seen these?
2: I I, like I'm never in a Dollar Tree.
0: Uh, I I might have seen uh, them once. I I just actually did some unboxings on my YouTube page for them uh so if you look at brad plays 81 i did i opened a couple of them but um so anyway they have like they have like a brief like you know uh this this character does this but then they give them like ratings so it's like hey this is a ninja character and hey you know she's not super strong but she's really agile and fast like that sort of thing but where, where i think it's really cool though is so you know you get the character and they might have a couple of accessories but then they have just packs of accessories. Like one guy, you can get an exosuit for him. Mm. And like they just have like a pack of guns or it's like, hey, these alien things, um, you can get you know, just weapons for him. And a lot of the aliens are generic, so if like you wanted to build an army, you could do it. Because everything's $1.25. They even have a vehicle that's a dollar twenty five. And they kind of get a around. Vehicle. Yeah, but but the way the way they got around it though Actually, there's two vehicles. You can buy, like, the basic bare-bones vehicle for twenty five, and then they have a second pack for twenty five where you can buy, like, the weapons and stuff for it. Hmm. That's so, like, clever. So, like, the figures, like, have some accessories, but then you can, like, get more accessories. And what was nice about it is, I think I got this weekend about everything but, like... Four or five figures, and maybe like three or four of the accessory packs, and I maybe spent twenty-five dollars.
2: That's that, pretty good.
0: And that's probably—I'd have to look. I have double-digit stuff in here, well every double digits, because everything's a dollar twenty-five. I'm
2: looking this up right now.
0: And they're not bad figures at all. They look. They're very. very so they look. Old school GI Joe.
2: They look kind of like, in the sense that they are look to be around like the three, three and a half. Uh, sorry, three and three fourths inch. Uh, scale. Uh, they might be a little larger. They may be like four inch. They, but I think they, they're like four the old inch. School.
0: They 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 look a little bigger than an old GI Joe.
2: Yeah. So they uh, they're like they look like that. Uh. Google is telling me that there is like a an animated series. It's, I don't know if it's that's on like
0: YouTube. If you actually, it's mm. so there, there. There's a comic you can buy if you can find it. But if you buy the character packs, I have one of their cards near me. They have a QR code on the back of the packages, it's like hey, you can watch the cartoon.
2: They look like they have less articulation
0: they're just, than they're, the old
2: school judges.
0: No, they're your standard five points. They don't have like the... The arms don't bend. They just have like the shoulder and the hip and the, the head mm. articulation.
2: Yeah, that's one of the things I like about uh like WWE uh, Elites that brand versus the WWE Basic figures is that the Elites have like more articulation. I, I'm a big fan of articulation, but
0: well, and the, the, uh, the sad thing is, um, they stand better than the Marvel Legends figures do.
2: They're probably weighted better too.
0: Well, like I mean, but like even for a dollar twenty-five, like um, I got one, and his leg was a little jank, and he doesn't stand very well, so I just bought him again.
2: But what probably I, the other one they bought is probably fine.
0: Yeah, but what I like about it is, um, like if I was a kid, these would be totally fine. I'd be totally fine with these, and I think it's really cool that if like you're a very, um, like very poor family, you could afford to get your kids like something fun and and something that they like isn't like crap.
2: Yeah, they probably sell well too, yeah. Because they're in a, they're in a an affordable, uh, store.
0: Well, I was but, thinking, actually I was telling my wife cuz we were looking at I'm like, you know, we should just every pay, we should just buy like I don't know, 10 bucks worth of these things and when Christmas rolls around just like take them to some charity and have like 50 or 60 of the things.
2: Looking this up, they have they have the the figures for some of the the villain figures, the, the which are called the Carn. Yeah. <laughs> They're like an alien race, I guess. Uh I guess that's f- not not many, but they have a few that are limited edition.
0: OK, so the limited editions are and they're they're called elites and they're they're just repaints of the figure. Yeah,
2: it looks just like the repaints.
0: Yeah. And those are still a dollar twenty five. Um, I have not bought those because I don't know if I want to get that deep in. But like the alien repaints, depending on what you want, are kind of cool because they're kind of like black and neon. So they're kind of fun.
2: I mean it looks like they're going for like more than a dollar twenty five, some of them going for like thirteen, fourteen bucks. It's not a lot, but I mean
0: Oh if you get if you find them at Dollar Tree, they're just a buck twenty five.
2: Oh look looking at this also, I'm like now doing a deep dive <laughs> into this stuff. It's uh I guess there are some that are gold elite versions. So it's like it looks like the heroes uh and they're just like repaints too, but yeah. they're like gold, gold and black. Yeah. Uh, Which I mean, at least for the alien figures, uh, especially the villain figures like I, I would I'd be fine with that because it's almost like you're getting a new figure.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and and like there's there are a couple of aliens that are like unique characters, but most of the aliens are like, I think one's like a synthoid, one's a brute, one's a drone, like their army, Mm -hmm. their army ones. So like. You could go buy, like, a crap load of the same alien and build an army for, like, nothing.
2: Yeah. You can do army builders with those. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. Like, uh, again, friend of the show, Christopher Trillo had bought a bunch of them. I forgot about them. His son, uh, Zach, even, like, had <laughs> – he's, like, really into comic books. And he mm-hmm. he basically, you know, air quote, drew his own comic book, which, you know, I – when I was a child, I, like – yeah, would draw my own comics or things like that. Uh, but he showed it to us once. He's like, "Look, look what he did." And then he like showed us the comic book, and it was all. I think it was like a mix of different genre figures. Like maybe you'd have like a Spider Man,
1: mm-hmm. and over
2: here you'd have like a GI Joe character or something. But uh, I think he called he called it the Final Faction. And I just remember like he had a tagline. It's like at the end, he's like, "We are the Final Faction." <laughs> like that's uh, <laughs> unintentionally hilarious, but. Cold as ice. It's like a really cool name, like tagline. Yeah. You're throwing. You
0: in should there. um, if you if you have a Dollar Tree nearby, you should wander in and take a look at them. Like they're a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And like I said, it's cool that you can like, like I got most of the line. I didn't like break the bank. Like for as many of these as if I would have done this with like Marvel Legends, I would have been out three hundred bucks. And probably I, I'm probably way underselling that, because I have. That I've opened. Let's see. I have six sitting on my shelf right now that I've opened. So that would have been what, 150 bucks for Marvel Legends. Well, no, the General Diablo guy is kind of big, so he might have been 50 bucks.
2: 50 bucks.
0: I I said uh, the General Diablo guy is a little bigger. So he if if that would have been like a Hasbro My Internet's being stupid. You're like I know, my internet's being stupid. Anyway, I said I said I have six sitting on my shelf and they are um that would have been like a hundred and fifty bucks if I was doing like Marvel Legends. Mm. And I was saying one of them's a little bigger. Actually two of them are kinda of bigger. The dog and the alien are bigger. So this probably would've been like Thirty-five to fifty dollars if it was a Hasbro toy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Probably.
2: And the general the general quality I find of the Marvel Legends has like gone way downhill.
0: Well, I I I'm really disappointed with them because I got a bunch, and I've been kind of like taking them out to start like posing them and like set them up, and like so my biggest complaints with them are the joints are so stiff that you're afraid you're going to break them and um also they don't stand up very well under their own power
2: i found that a lot of stuff is stiff uh i've not tried this uh but i have heard from people uh or professionals i guess that you can kind of briefly i mean briefly like i think like in and out like not like a sustained but you can like, maybe like a couple seconds. You can briefly like submerge them in not oil, so very warm. Like, I think that you can submerge them in those and that kind of loosens up the joints. I've not tried that. Um, but that's that's a trick that people have said that that works. Um, Brad is like taking a step back as his internet's being wonky. Um, I. I would say, like, the G.I.J. classified, which you may want to talk about further, those also I find, or I have found that they're kind of, like, really, really stiff to me. Uh, And I find that kind of, like, frustrating, it's like, if you, for me at least, it's like, all right, let me get these figures and pose them. Uh, But they're, if they're really stiff like that, it's like, does, that defeats the purpose of posing them. It's really, they're uh, too stiff you have to really do that you can kind of pose them you can't really put them in like all sorts of crazy poses um but that's it's much more fun if you can actually like put them in the, those kind of like wacky poses and things like that uh but I haven't tried that um I'll have to try out the final faction and look at them by going to a dollar tree which is honestly like not that frequent okay. uh there's do a you, few ni- do you have any near you uh we have hmm, uh, one or two I think it, I can think of like I can think of at least one that's near me, but I don't really have any reason to go there.
0: Yeah, the um, two are well-stocked on them, and then two by me, like, are really picked over.
2: If you said, oh, they're in Target, I'd be like, oh, well, Party." Yeah, would have already I know. known them. I'm in Target every, like, damn week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I So, Zach, because I had a Target, a little mini Target, like, right at the street from me, uh-huh. which is convenient to go to uh, as I'm dropping my kid off at daycare and I could just come back and like stop in there briefly. I mean like f- five, 10 minutes until I, uh, as I make my way home, though it's start working, but uh, it closed, which sucks. But nowadays, like I-, I guess on the weekend when I'm always in target, I like to see if they have like new figures and things like that, which they don't, they don't really have that much.
0: Yeah. Meyer. I, I'm like, I could literally walk to a Meyer from my house and they, like, never restock anything. The only thing I actually... This is going to be so random. Like, I have seen the entirety of, like, every AEW line there, like, right after they get put out. Like, that's See, the I only thing I can find there reliably.
2: Uh, i That's interesting, because I have, I have not seen a lot of AEW figures. Uh, it's really... It's it's always like the whatever line. line. Well, it's like let's say it's a, a certain line, number of the line. Let's say like three or four in the in the series for the lines,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but they're like we're technically really we're really on like series like seven or eight. It's like it's it, there's a huge lag time. Like stores just don't have it where I'm at. Yeah. So invariably, if I'm buying stuff that I. Need to buy them like online uh, and for the show Chris like he doesn't like like ringside collectibles uh, he has good reasons for it but it's like well that's like the place you can reliably get them for me yeah. but um, I still like the AW figures I still uh am trying to collect them but the thing is like I and haven't ordered them in a long time and by long time I mean like a few months because I was like trying to so pay off all credit cards, so I have not been, like, racking them up. Um, but I do I, like them. I, I do like um, them.
0: I kind of got out of it, because, like, the Hasbro stuff, especially the Marvel Legends, which I really enjoyed for a while, are just so lazy now.
2: Oh, I've I, I stopped. Like, I was collecting the Marvel Legends, uh, and I, I really have not. I mean, again, I stopped really collecting most stuff. Uh, with the intent of maybe going back and and recollecting some of the stuff I missed out on, or I have not been buying uh, in the last few weeks months, uh, but I'm I've not been that way with like Marvel Legends. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, um... not. I'm gonna I'll see I'll see you when I see you. I have like not really much interest. I guess what? if like Amazon was running a sale where it's like, oh look at all these figures for ten bucks, I, I would consider it, but yeah. I would not be like hardcore.
0: Well, like for didn't... sure. When you go to the store now, they don't they don't sell like they used to.
2: No, they don't. And I agree with you that it it ha, it's just it's gotten lazy. Like they put out lines for every like Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. one and I find that most of them are just garbage.
0: Or repaint. The head sculpts
2: Yeah. The head sculpts are actually of decent quality because they 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 have the technology that it's at least they can get like the head sculpt to look like the character. But. That's good at back. It's like if. For, I'll give you an example. Uh, the whole Falcon and Winter Soldier. That uh, Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. Live action show they did. Um, we had the Bucky Barnes character. As Winter Soldier. Okay. They modeled him after like Sebastian. Stan or whatever the guy's name is. Who was the actor who played him. Okay. Uh, the sculpt. The head sculpt is good. I mean he looks like the actor. Um, oh yeah, but, that like, one
0: was boring as hell
2: Yeah, it was like, But, but uh, a year or two previously They did a Crimson Dynamo Build-A-Figure wave Oh,
0: that, that, that wave was, heavy, was great
2: That was based on Essentially the Black Widow movie That they did uh, I
0: felt like they made those look more like The comic books, though They think. did,
2: because I'm, I'm bringing all this up Because they included, in that wave They included a Winter Soldier figure
0: And that one's really good
2: and that one was basically like the comic. Like he, it, the the figure is built. That Winter Soldier character is built. It's like he looks like a comic book character. He has like muscles upon muscles. Uh, and I thought that I liked the whole uh, the aesthetic. I like the the comic book feel to it. Compare that with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan Winter Soldier, and it looks he looks like when. It's not Winter Soldier. It's Winter Soldier's like anorexic brother. It's like they don't look the same. They, yeah. they... And I understand that the Sebastian Stan and Winter Soldier, they're going for like a more air quote realistic, uh, you know, look to it. But it just it didn't look good to me. It, it
0: when they came it, out within it six wasn't months of each other's too. That's the other problem with that line. Yeah, they're lazy. They're
2: putting out too much stuff. Uh, it's not that good to me.
0: And like the Eternals, like I still see Eternals. Oh, stopping. terrible,
2: terrible. Oh yeah. That was maybe like the worst line they've done.
0: Yeah, and then the new the new packaging doesn't help, but like then there's Star Wars, like Star Wars is even worse than than um than uh the Marvel Legends cuz it's always like, "Oh, it, it, look, it's the new wave of stormtroopers."
2: I have no interest in those, like none.
0: They just look like crap. But...
2: If people do like let me know because I can go to any target and there's just warming the pegs or in the discount section
0: unless it's like a main character from the o t like it's sitting on the pegs.
2: I have no interest in that I really I don't
0: i my my love of Star Wars is dead,
2: yeah, I'm really really not into that.
0: i hey, I mean and the prequels did a lot of damage, but just. They n- they're never going to get it right.
2: The prequels have really Well, it it depends. You mean like the, the prequel series that uh, George Lucas did yeah, back the in the George day? Yeah, the
0: Lucas prequels.
2: You know what? I thought that I didn't think they were good, but then the the, the new the new sequel trilogy came out and I'm like, oh, no, the prequels aren't that bad." Why? Well, Cuz just... I, I really don't think that they're that bad. They're just largely they're boring. Um and they're but not... they're nowhere near they're not actively bad.
0: They're not they're not the storytelling's not well done either.
2: No, it's not. It's and, not.
0: And um, Natalie Portman does not do well. Like, I think she's a good actor. But like when you put her in nothing but green screen, she does not adapt well to that. No. She needs direction. Uh,
2: I have still not seen the, the third one in the new trilogy,
0: I but no I still
2: chuckle. I don't have any interest. I, I have Disney Plus. I I could have watched that movie at any point,
0: literally any day.
2: I could have started watching it like in the last like two three years, whenever it like got put up on Disney Plus. I I haven't.
0: I, I have J.J. No Abrams can't save that. That's why I don't care.
2: I don't. But it had like such bad. Uh, <laughs> it has such bad dialogue. Like I still chuckle because every now and again people will post on, like, Twitter or something, like, social media, people will post on that, about, like, I still, they'll go, I still can't believe we got this dialogue, and it was, like, uh, the Isaac character, was like where he just goes, somehow the Emperor came back, and it's like, what? <laughs> what? And it's just, like, it's so, like, he's trying to be, like, none of it's, none of it's dramatic, none of it, it's just dumb. That's the thing. This is but this is the thing that bothers me. I mean, we we should get Tim, our friend Tim, on yeah. the, the horn, but because he would have a lot to say about Star Wars. But I, the thing that bothers me, and maybe this is, is this like just a millennial thing, like a Gen Z, like it's, you know, I wouldn't say millennial, Gen Z, maybe it's like they think things are way more dramatic than they actually are. It's like this is not dramatic; it's dumb.
0: I have like, no idea. It,
2: like, oh, you know, jamming went there. Oh, so the emperor came back. And it's supposed. To, are you supposed to be like dun dun dun? I, you know what I think the problem. Are you supposed to be like yes, Oh my
0: god. You know what I emperor. think the problem is is um, and I mean, as much as I like the early Marvel movies, they've largely been the culprit of like spreading this out everywhere. But that that like Marvel quippiness that was so popular that they did a good job of for a while is like infected everything, and now they don't know how to turn the funny off like a good a good example is i know you haven't seen it but love and thunder like when jane foster has like cancer and they reveal that they can't even stop with the funny for five seconds
2: uh
0: it's like i have cancer then I, like something happens like waka 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 it's like oh my gosh
2: i have not seen that i have actually little interest in seeing that
0: christian bale is totally uh, wasted in that
2: yeah i imagine he would be uh I kind of blame that whole style uh, on uh, on Josh Whedon because that's very much what he likes to yeah. do. And he well, even has given interviews where he said, like, I liked being, like, dark and dramatic and then, and then like, tell a joke to kind of offset the mood. And it's like, but that gets grating. In my opinion, that gets grating after uh, a while.
0: Well, Taika Waititi uh, doesn't know how to, like, do dramatic stuff. Which is obvious from that movie. He
2: does not. Uh, he does not.
0: And, and you that, know, my favorite thing with him is he wanted to he wanted to get Natalie Portman for Star Wars because he's a dipshit. Mm. When they were giving him, oh, movies, Can we like, get her? Yeah, it's like she's
2: already done this.
0: Yeah, it's
2: uh. But that's that kind of goes to like no one really. Like, a lot of people that actually are with the content creators nowadays, like, they don't have any appreciation of history. And I know, like, our friend Tim has talked about this before. It's like, I'm not asking for a lot. I'm just asking for if you're going to, for example, you're going to do a Star Wars movie. Like, I, I don't need you to be, like, a subject matter expert on everything that has been the case
1: with
2: no. Star Wars.
0: He, he and I, but if you're
2: going to do like a – let's say you do a new trilogy. Like I'm going to do like a trilogy about the X-Wing fighters. Like, OK, there is literally an entire series of books about them. So maybe at least just read those or you're gonna, or someone read those for you and give you like a summary. So yeah. the, you're not repeating that. Uh, but instead it's like, oh, I have a great idea for a new trilogy. Um, uh, So the hero's going to be Wes Antilles. And it's like, OK, we did this. We did this so what's your new take on this and they don't have one because they don't know
0: yeah and like um tim and i have tim and i have our our back and forth about lord of the rings because tim is very much you need to stay truth true to the source material and i'm much more yeah and i'm much more (laughs) of uh as long as you stay like in the spirit of it and it's good i'm like fine with deviation and i'll use a great one is lord of the rings because that's the one where i always have like stuff to say about that and when we talk about that people will be like well the movies left stuff out and it's like no one in their right mind gives a fuck about tom bombadil like it did not need to be in the movie
2: oh no i i i read the books i like the books i still don't know what the fuck that whole interlude with tom bombadil was like i'd leave it out it's not it has nothing
0: yeah i um, even like I actually, the, the the stuff with like the 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 end the shire stuff that i won't spoil but that doesn't need to be in an adaptation either
2: i uh, i like the i i've not seen every lord of the rings product so i've seen the the trilogy uh i've not seen the hobbit trilogy it's bad i own it on dvd i'm gonna I'll, blu-ray i guess i'll get around to watching it at some point um
0: it's bad because I... they it start they do a lot of it in CGI so like it's it's like a decade older it's a decade newer than the Lord of the Rings but because they want CGI instead of practical effects the orcs look a million times worse mm. like everything CGI related and it's just it's really like they tried to like they tried to pad it out with a Silmarion and stuff but it doesn't work because they tried to. Drag out a children's book into like twelve hours worth of movie, and it doesn't work because you can like if you if you haven't read The Hobbit, you can read The Hobbit in like an afternoon. It's a very light story. Mm-hmm. So
2: no, I I remember like when they were they emphasized that they're gonna put out uh, a Hobbit. Like okay, they're gonna redo the Hobbit because it's been done before. But okay, they're gonna do redo the Hobbit, and then they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a trilogy. I'm like, what? It's no, like how how are you gonna make a trilogy out of like a book like that? But
0: they had to make their money. Know, they,
2: they yeah. I have not seen the new show either.
0: It's it's um, universally reviled. I've never heard anyone say anything remotely good about it.
2: I have not seen it. I can't really comment. I have uh, heard plots for it, and
0: it's... The biggest complaint I've heard about it is that it's boring. Like, well, no, that they made Galadriel... Like, they didn't understand Galadriel because they took her from being, like, a magic user to, like, a sword-wielding girl boss type. And then she's just completely unlikable. And that the show, like nothing happens over however many episodes it was, like nothing happens. Yeah,
2: I didn't like it. I knows. Uh, I I've seen a couple people that uh, I don't really like on, on like social media or Twitter. Uh, like personalities, not like people I know in my personal life or anything like that. Like, and they're like raving about it. Like, oh my god, like bone chilling. It's so good. And I'm, like,
0: are they shill, if, Are they like shill access media types?
2: Not necessarily shills, but there are people that it's like, OK, I so don't respect your opinion that if you're like gushing about it, it must not be that good.
0: That, I've noticed there's a lot of people like that, especially with like a lot of those shows either aren't watching it and are just praising it because they think it like fits some like weird culture or political ideology and that the people that don't like it are some sort of ists that they need to like counteract or something. Mm -hmm. and like sometimes it's like well that does happen with certain things um because i've seen it happen but sometimes something just sucks and people don't like it Mm. but i knew i knew like but with with that you knew it sucked from before it even hit the air because they they only could get the rights to like some appendices and they were doing stuff at like the end of the second age and it's like that's that's like even just reading the basic stuff. It's like that, that stuff's boring. We know what happened there. We don't care about like, you know, like they're really big because they don't want to make anything new. They want to like all these companies want to do like prequels and stuff. And I'm just over it. It's like, I don't, I don't need a movie about a story that I know the ending of already.
2: Well, we've kind of, I, I've talked this before. We can go on about it ad nauseum, but it's like a larger issue that hollywood is just incredibly creatively bankrupt
1: yeah.
2: uh and part of that is just like they're ex- exceedingly they're like risk averse so they want to just either adapt uh series that are based on existing properties or they want just sequels sequels to stuff or it has to have some sort of connection with something you already are familiar with yeah or... uh, because because they want the easy money they don't want to have to actually like
0: yeah hard work then you get these Mm -hmm. cynical nostalgia bait movies where then they shit all over the the old character because they want to keep the series going but they know they can't use the original characters because those actors are ancient so they are trying to like cram in their new vision of the character that doesn't go over well because um they don't write like characters anymore
2: well well it's also like they (laughs) they um they're doing a really, like... They they hire people for the cheap, I imagine.
0: Well, I mean, that's what they that hire whole writer PM. strikes about. Is they...
2: Well, yeah. They hire people, but it's also like, I want to do my own take on things. And it's like, they put... They have no respect for uh, the source material.
0: Yeah, when you see... So um, they put
2: out a really shitty version.
0: Yeah, when you see... We updated it for modern audiences, it's like, oh, so you made it suck. Yeah. Because we I was talking about that with... um. I think it was Shad, you were gone that week, but I was talking about how, you know, and you, you're in the same boat. We grew up in the 80s. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, there's some weird stuff in old cartoons, and I was telling him, like, you know, there was, like, you know, the, like, the old goofy cartoons, like, people were smoking. i was just, like, I asked my mom about it because, you know, I didn't really know a ton of smokers growing up. I'm like, hey, why are all these people smoking? And, you know, it was like, well, you know, a lot of people smoked before we knew it was bad for you. And like they want they get like especially with like disclaimers and stuff because it's just like oh hey this thing from like 20 years ago might not have some you know might lack some social norms it's like kid can ask their parents for like stuff that's maybe not uber appropriate now or a little like weird and like hindsight yeah and it's just i don't and like when they say like update from modern audiences like well no people don't People don't want that I think people are just tired of it Like I think Indiana Jones like people took one look at that And saw like Old everyone or just like no I don't need this
2: <laughs> The the most recent I, I saw an article today actually About the most recent Indiana Jones And the Literally I, they weren't quite Being completely uh, Whitewashing things but they were like Oh, Indiana Jones has finally like broke even and made back its money, and it's like, whoa! No, it has not. Worldwide, I guess it's because worldwide, uh, it passed like the three hundred million dollar mark.
0: That's not even. Uh, they they did that, an update it, on the budget, and it's like in the four hundreds now.
2: It, exactly, like it's it's based on like the idea that it it the budget was only like three hundred, so it's like, oh, they they made back their production budget, which is like. That itself is very uh, that's arguable, highly arguable.
0: and they don't um, but they just, don't get
2: even if it's true like you that what about the marketing budget? like it's this is gonna and, lose money
0: and you don't and you don't um you don't get every dollar that it makes like because you mm. have to split it with theaters. So if they made a if they made 300 million and I think they get less overseas, like they only made probably a hundred and fifty off of that three hundred. so they have to make even more. And frankly, um, and this is the other thing like that you ran into with The Little Mermaid where people are trying to take these little moral victories from it or with um, Elemental because Disney has a lot of apologists for some reason. But it's like, no, they didn't make the they didn't make Indiana Jones to break even like even if even if you're in your bullshit world, it broke even. They made that movie to make billions of dollars and to like usher Mm -hmm. in a new wave of merchandising not to break even or make yeah. a couple of bucks like so it is a failure
2: looking at um, i'm on box office mojo uh indian Jones has made 145 i'm rounding down uh 145 mil, a million just here domestically let me look at worldwide. Okay, worldwide 305. It's like it's.
0: That's a disaster.
2: It almost certainly cost them way, way, way more. Let me look at. Uh,
0: I bet you it cost them 450 million to get because they had to do all sorts of reshoots.
2: Let me look at Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid 294 million domestic, 554 uh, worldwide. Uh, I. I don't think it's going to make money. Now, no. part of that
0: is because and, um, that that costs like 250 million to make.
2: In fairness, it's like there's no. I would say there's no good reason why these movies should be should be costing as much as they do. Like it, it, we should not be in a position where a Little Mermaid, uh, when it's all said and done, uh, at the box office, is going to make like 600 million and again let's play the game where uh, like we're assuming every dollar of that is going to go to the studio it it should have to be in a position where it it makes 600 million worldwide and uh, oh it's a big money loser
1: yeah like back in
2: the day like if you would if you went back like even like like 20 30 years and a movie made 600 million it'd be like oh that's that movie made money it's a big success it's like maybe it should have been if like your total cost of everything was like 50 million which it used to be back in the day
0: And let me look
2: up something else. And like, Uh, I think
0: Indiana Jones had to make almost a billion to break even.
2: Yeah. Not going to do it. Uh, in comparison, uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, the animated movie, 369 million domestic, 664 worldwide. Like that probably has already made money. Uh,
0: well, look at Here's the thing. look at Sound of Freedom. It's made like I think it's gonna make a hundred million domestic, and it costs fourteen million to make.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of controversy with that. that uh, people trying to
0: there's, there's an a, article. The, there's ahead. a lot of there's a lot of well, okay, there's a couple things. There's a lot of big Hollywood shills that are crapping on it because it's it's being successful outside the system. But it's also because politics have like polluted a bunch of people's minds. And if you actually even bother, which a lot of those people don't, to look at it, it's an apolitical movie. And you have even had people on its marketing team saying, like, hey, no, we wanted to talk to everyone about this. And only a, a certain subset of the political culture would actually give us the time of day. So sorry, we tried.
2: Yeah, it's being coded as, like, right wing, which is, like, I I don't really know much about the movie at all. Uh, it's other about, than the,
0: the, it's the about, story. Yeah.
2: The story is about like anti-child... Se- I think it's like based on a true story, but a guy who
0: yeah, was breaking up based. an
2: international sex, child sex trafficking thing. And so, of course, like that's really being branded. as like, oh, it's QAnon. It's like, I don't know anything about that. I don't know that it is. It does seem to be. I highly doubt that a it's movie not, of this sort like would I've be seen,
0: like... I've seen people from... Pretty much every political spectrum that's seen it say it's not political.
2: All I know is a major outlet, like Bloomberg or something like that. Maybe it wasn't Bloomberg, but it was it was a major outlet. They publish an article where it's where the guy was arguing that. It's like, oh, it's a big QAnon movies.
0: It's oh, it's so probably Rolling write. Stone.
2: Oh, maybe it was Rolling Stone. Because, but uh, people like because... saw who wrote that and they're like, Are you fucking serious? Like, this guy is arguing. This and it's the author is like a literally like a noted pedophile, like he has like argued in favor of like child and adult relationships. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, like this is who you're arguing, like making this point. Well, it's like I'm not even taking like a political side in this, other than like because I haven't seen the movie, I'm probably not gonna see the movie. Maybe, like, maybe if it comes out on like uh, you know, when it comes out on on demand or something like that, but it's like. You're not you're not making good argument here.
0: Well, there's there's this weird thing with the the QAnon stuff, is um. I like there was there was a brief time in 2020 where I thought it, like it kind of had some heat on it for mm. that summer and into the fall a bit, but it's died off a lot. But I see way more people that like think anything like like there's there's a certain subset on Twitter. That if you were like if if I just posted today like hey why don't we not molest kids they'd be like you're QAnon adjacent it's like yeah so um I'm not you I'm not want involved. to molest kids like I don't yeah. I don't understand I, here well
2: I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I'm not into the whole QAnon thing I don't really know anything about it but I I will say like it is like suspect that you have a like a billionaire pedophile like Jeffrey Epstein and he kills himself. And you never see his client list and all that stuff said, like lock and key. And the woman that he was like, his, his accomplice and all that, like she gets prosecuted. You don't know whatever's going to happen to her. And then allegedly, like all of her like information about, you know, <laughs> client list and things like that is also under lock and key. It's like, OK, well, I don't you don't have to be like a conspiracy theorist to think like th- this doesn't add up. Something weird is going on here.
0: Um, Well, I think it's, I think, I think the thing with the QAnon thing is, I think it's dumb and and like, I don't see a lot of it anymore, but I also think that, that people get really hyperbolic about that. And I, and to me, it's like, you know what? Okay. They believe some dumb stuff, but like the end product is they do they're they care about an important issue and their heart is in the right place about it. Even if they're like, yeah. Going cuckoo bananas about it. It's not like the Kennedy assassination. At least, like, at least like a lot of times, those people are putting the conspiracy stuff aside just to ge- raise general awareness of things like that. So I don't know. I just see a lot of stuff where it's like, like I said, if I if I just was like, hey, let's not molest kids, there would be people being like, that's QAnon. It's like, oh, you
2: like, QAnon, huh? It's like, No, yeah. oh, I think you should not just do that.
0: Mike, yeah, I just I just don't want people to molest children yeah but it's it's a weird thing
2: political here it's like what no this is this should not be a political issue
0: yeah and i think that i think with that one the the pay it forward thing that they kind of did with that is an interesting approach yeah but i mean i think but it's that seems to be like uh, that seems to be like one of those weird like cultural touchstone movies that's um so it's kind of like kept building on itself. Yeah. Oh, and Indy did lose a weekend to Insidious 4.
2: Oh, I was actually going to just talk about that because uh, I I think I've made this point before. But to the extent that anyone in Hollywood or anyone wants to make like a a quick and easy buck, churn out horror movies. Like Insidious the Red Door. I think it's like the fourth or fifth one the in the series. Okay, the fourth. Uh, I actually looked it up. Uh, I believe that the production budget for that was like 14 million. Uh, so let's assume that it's like it costs double that for marketing. All right, so 28 That's even round up to be 30 million. It's made 124 million worldwide. So that movie has made like not only money, but like probably a good amount of money. Uh, so it's like that's really, you're you're putting some of these studios or this studio at least in the black because you you put out this horror movie and it doesn't have to be like something fancy or special but people watch it people yeah, watch that yeah so.
0: we just we just we just reviewed a movie like that didn't like cocaine bear was like thirty five million to make and it made ninety million
2: yeah, it probably made good money
0: it made like ninety off of like a thirty five million dollar budget and I mean like I mean we had mixed feelings on it but like that movie like I think where that movie was different for me versus a lot of the nostalgia bait stuff is that movie was goofy and it kind of, I mean, it didn't have like a message, but it like had like something to say, Mm. like in its approach to things like, you know, and it, it kind of leaned into its own absurdity, but it's just like, I don't. I don't understand why everything has to be this big budget movie. Like where, where are the mid budget movies now? That seems to be like a lost art.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of mo, <laughs> speaking of actually big budget movies that didn't pan out the flash.
0: Oh God. Yeah. That
2: yeah. they're, they're saying that the flash and i like this, like I found what I thought was, I like mind boggling, but they're saying that the flash is actually going to make less money than the the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie from a few years back.
0: Well, the, there are, and,
2: and I'm like, Green Lantern was not good. Like, no. that's crazy.
0: Well, Sound of Freedom is going to probably end up doing more domestic than the Flash.
2: I wouldn't have to do much because Flash. I'm looking at it. Flash is basically like 170 107 million.
0: I mean, the, uh, the, the domestic. Best, the best thing I can say about the Flash is uh indiana jones came along and lost a crap load more money than it did
2: did you see the flash
0: i've i heard nothing but bad things about it
2: it looked good it had like michael keaton as like uh he was bad yeah uh, but,
0: but my problem with it though and where i had no interest in it is ezra miller ezra miller is a terrible actor um, he has no presence. He had no business like leading a big budget movie because he is not a leading man. And I don't know why they just didn't reshoot his parts.
2: I generally have thought that the the DC movies have not been like well done. No. Um
0: I can't think of I have I liked, to think that... I liked Three Fourths of Wonder Woman and that's the only one I've liked.
2: I like the first one. The second one is not good.
0: I didn't Um, like the end of the first Wonder Woman because like like my my big problem with that whole movie was the whole point of the movie is to teach her that a wizard didn't do it, that people are just shitty. And then at the end, they're like, like, LOL, a wizard did it. And it's like like right when she got the point, they're like a wizard did it. Well, yeah. And it was just dumb But like it it had the only decent scene in a DC movie Is like when they're in the trenches And she just like Starts like walking across the trench Mm -hmm. And stuff Like that part was cool But like uh, that's the only one I really liked I thought Aquaman was terribly overrated Um, Shazam was decent But it was too long Um,
2: It was too long Shad, That's fighting words for Shad Uh, I thought that Aquaman was fine but it's basically just like a two hours of uh, Jason Momoa being like, it, like bro, like a bro. <laughs>
0: my problem with it, though, is I thought it was fine. If it was in the Marvel pantheon, it would be mid to low tier Marvel.
2: Oh, absolutely. It would probably be the lower tier, uh, but it's fine. It was a fine movie. I thought I, I watched it like in the theaters. I thought it was like entertaining enough. I've not seen it since. Uh, and after we, we did my I watched it with my wife in the theaters uh, and afterwards, my wife was like, I don't really understand any of that. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that was my wife's reaction that's fair, to yeah. it. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I would, if Ezra Mule had not been up to their shenanigans, assaulting
0: uh, women, um, molesting children, running um, a
2: cult, uh, probably would have been uh, a little bit better received. But it, I don't know. Now, I think Hollywood is. I think Hollywood is about tapped and tapped the well dry with that. Uh, with the whole comic book thing, I think it's really starting to drop down steam.
0: Yeah, I think because there's all this talk about like if James Gunn is going to save DC. I'm like, well, no, he's not. Um, he's not. But like, I think I think the comic book thing, because even like Guardians 3 was really well regarded and it didn't really it made less than the second one. And Marvel wasn't doing that before. So I think I think certain good comic book movies will do good, but the 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 era of slapping Marvel on something and it making six hundred million dollars is over.
2: Yeah, that's true. I think uh, they're doing the Marvels, right?
0: Oh, that's gonna fail. People keep saying that's gonna do well. I'm like, no, it's not gonna do well. They 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 crammed up full of people from a D plus series that no one watched.
2: Looks like it's coming out in November. I don't see that doing well.
0: No, it doesn't look um, particularly good. Like no one knows or cares about Kamala Khan, and um, I don't, like they, it just, I, they
2: are gonna really it, look Kamala Khan and the actor and Monica Rambeau. They should just act as if they should just present it them in the movie. They should present it as if no one has seen the series that either one of them was in
1: but I they won't do that
2: no. they won't do that but they should act like oh you haven't seen that who cares like here since reintroduce these characters to you they won't do that they'll, they'll probably play like oh you you've seen all these haven't you it's like no people haven't and they'll Just probably assume do that they have not
0: and they'll probably do like trailers like that
2: it's gonna be annoying i, I, I
0: the tv the tv is really where marvel went wrong the tv the tv damaged the brand in my opinion because most of the shows other than WandaVision haven't been good.
2: I haven't seen most of them. I saw I saw WandaVision, I saw Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I saw Loki. Uh, I kind of liked WandaVision.
0: WandaVision was good uh, with a bad ending. Um,
2: I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was, was not good.
0: It was terrible. Loki,
2: I did like... Uh, but beyond that, I have not seen the stuff.
0: I like uh, Hawkeye. People didn't like Hawkeye, but I thought it was okay.
2: I, 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 I kind of maybe half agree that it damaged the brand. It shouldn't. It shouldn't though. That it should be that this is just like a supplement, which is I think the idea. But that's what I'm saying. Like they should reintroduce this with the characters because if if they're too up their own ass. And acting like it's like a real life comic books. Like, oh, you've read every issue in this in the crossover series. Like, maybe I haven't. Maybe I just I like Spider-Man. I'm only reading the Spider-Man books. So just let's go with well, that, guys. I, why do like, they?
0: But see, what I don't get is when they did the Netflix shows, they had the right idea. They had we're going to take this corner of the MU that is never we're never going to do a movie on these guys because it's too low level. And we're just gonna tie them up in their own t v shows, so we're gonna take Daredevil, we're gonna take you know Luke Cage, we're gonna take um crap what's the alias's name? that's a comic. oh um, what's her name? She married Jessica Jones, yeah Jessica Jones, we're gonna take Iron Fist, and we're gonna do t v shows with them in like the same universe as everything, but you don't have to worry about it because they're never gonna come up in the movies.
2: They seem to be tying those in because now uh, Marvel owns the rights to those again. Uh, yeah. The uh, the Netflix series that they did with a bunch of those, which I have not seen Punisher, so I can't comment on that. Uh, generally speaking, I did not like that the I did not like the series. I thought the Netflix Marvel stuff was not good or it was too long.
0: I liked Daredevil uh, and I liked um, Punisher.
2: Daredevil was okay, except for season three of Daredevil, which was like great. That was really good. Uh, That season was really good. Um,
0: Jessica Jones was too slow.
2: Yes, the crossover series, uh, The Defenders, was that was actually pretty decent. But
0: Jessica Jones is really all about. um, I'm sorry, I can't think tonight. Um, Doctor Who. Oh, David Tennant. David Tennant was the whole reason to watch. um,
2: Uh, As as Philgrave, the Purple Man.
0: He was he was amazing in that role, but well, but like we were watching it, we really liked like the first three episodes, and we were like at episode seven. And I'm like Jesus Christ, he's been in this basement for like four episodes, and we have three to go. Like I'm done.
2: No, it's those Netflix ones are like 12, 13 episodes each each series, except for like the Defenders like crossover one, which I believe is six, uh, or eight. Uh, they should not have had those. Like I I will give give Disney plus credit in the sense that they maybe understood that. Uh, now it kind of works out the things like it, the episodes are almost like an outreach. each. Uh, I mean, not some of them like Loki. I, I think Loki and uh, and the Scarlet, Witch one, which I Wanda a vision, uh, which again, I, I have not seen every Marvel Disney plus series, but Netflix was doing like an hour long episode, each one for like 13, 14 Sorry, like 13 episodes. And at least, at least Disney Plus is like, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to do like a six to eight episode series. And it's like, you, you, that's better off. It's better contained in like a six to yeah. eight episode uh, season. It's like you should not do more than that. Uh, and that's like the problem. I think back in the day, like those Netflix ones were just cranking out content. But it wound up being like, you get a 13 episode uh season of like let's say like luke cage and it's like they had like two different villains in that because it's like you burned up the storyline in 13 episodes so it's and and a lot of that stuff would be like filler and it's like yeah
0: it's like it's like oh you you gave me 13 episodes with five episodes of content thanks guys yeah yeah that's my problem that's my problem with like the netflix formula um, some of the newer stuff's been better about that. Like Wednesday didn't fall into this trap. But so Netflix formula for me is, okay, we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you two episodes to get you into it. We're gonna give you two good episodes at the end to get you ready for the next season. And then whatever, however many episodes you have between that, it's just nothing. It's just oh, still time.
2: I never like watched. I never watched it but back in the day that was like the whole walking people would complain that this whole like walking dead premise it's like the first couple episodes which is basically like wrapping up things the cliffhanger from the previous season the first couple episodes would be like good and people would be like a lot it'd be like just the middle boring as, as shit and then like the last two three episodes of the, the season would be like setting up a cliffhanger where people would be like oh my god it's amazing It's like that you get like a couple episodes on the bookends uh, that were decent and then it's like a bunch of like boring shit. Uh, And I don't like that. I I, You should again, everything should be like you should be like a good flow throughout uh, and you shouldn't take the whole like, well, we got to produce content, guys. It's like, no, maybe you just do like six to eight episodes and tighten it up.
0: Well, I just I don't know how we got from, you know, 22 to 28 episode seasons where that was obviously too many episodes and we are all like hey you know 10 to 13 episodes is like the ideal and they even managed to screw that up with not enough I think, like stuff.
2: I th- think that for you know classic network television 22 episodes is fine because if you're doing network television like that uh, in a t- 22 episode season like you can have like an overarching a meta plot But generally speaking, like you can do a bunch of mini plots, like every episode can essentially be like uh, a self-contained episode and that's fine. But if you're going to do like a show, I think for sure, I think like with FX uh, and some of their series on cable, like they, they started doing like the 13 episode uh, season and I felt that that was good for a while, but then that kind of people started going off the rails with that. So now it's almost like, yeah, I'd rather do like a 8 to 10 episode series or season. Yeah. Uh, and now they, they do people, sometimes they do screw that up. Uh, my wife and I, we have like one more episode to go, but my wife and I are watching like The Bear on Hulu. Uh-huh. Which, have you heard about that no. show? Okay. It's, it's, generally speaking, it's about uh, this, like, he's like a world-renowned chef uh, and his brother quit suicide. Uh, and leaves him like his f- kind of failing uh, restaurant, and it's just like making like uh, essentially uh, the equivalent of like uh, shaved beef. That's like what the, but then at the end of the first season, he has an opportunity to actually like create his own restaurant there, and so he does. And the second season is kind of like all about that, him like in the pro, the, him and his team like in the process of creating. Mm -hmm. that restaurant and almost every episode is like a self-contained episode uh that's about a certain character and
0: that doesn't sound appealing
2: i really don't like the second season my wife really doesn't like the second season because it's like what worked in the first season was you see like his family is so dysfunctional like he's barely holding on he has like he's dealing with issues of grief from his brother committing suicide he has all these like conflicting emotions and then the second season is all about like oh yeah putting this restaurant together and like everyone's getting happy and excited about the restaurant and things like it's like the, the dynamic completely changes and it does to me it doesn't work it doesn't work at all yeah, uh,
0: that's we'll the see worst. how that's the i'm worst. not saying
2: it's like awful but it's also like ugh, this is I'm not feeling this.
0: That sounds like I don't like when they do that, where it's like the first season gives you like a vibe and then they never go back to that.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Like, I hate when they do like. um, They kind of get you in like I'll use Buffy as a good example, though, it kind of waffled back and forth. But like when they when they when they lure you in with like a kind of a quippy, lighthearted, like action adventure show with some comedy in it. But then when they mm. darken it up and they never like undarken it, and it's like, but but where's my fun like happy adventure show, not angst? Yeah, like that's where I, I get lost with some of that stuff, and I just I don't know I, I struggle with a lot of modern series just in general, like because I don't know a lot of stuff doesn't resonate with me as much now. I think because they make all their characters so unlikable now, and they think that's, like, interesting. And it's like, eh. Who? Say like, I, I think I think my problem with a lot of modern stuff is they make, like, the main character unlikable.
2: Oh, oh, God, yes. Uh, Ashonda Ryan's like, really, really bad about that.
0: Why you Have you ever her? seen any of her? And she's... Serious. She has no creativity. Like, her idea of like, of, like, a cliffhanger is just killing someone. And no one's ever it, allowed to have, like, a happy ending.
2: Uh, everyone, it, her characters are all, like, incredibly morally compromised. Uh, there is. He's it's based on a real-life person, but have you ever, like, like the uh, the air-quote millionaire German heiress Anna something? She's, like, actually, like, Russian, but she passed herself off it, as, like, a German heiress or something I, like that. I
0: watched the preview to that, and the accent was so bad I couldn't do it.
2: Um. It's it's a show about that on Netflix, uh, and like halfway through it, I'm like, this seems like so familiar. Like, wh- who 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 did this series? And I looked it up, and it's Shonda Rhimes, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, because it has so many of her tropes in it, and the it, it including to the very end, like this is a it's based on a real life story, but this woman like went to prison because she defrauded people like horribly. Defrauded people and was just a total bag of shit. Did the, um, at the did show at like the show like
0: whitewash her?
2: It did whitewash her at the end. The character is that it should be like, Yeah, you're a piece of shit, like fuck you. I'm glad you're in jail. The character is like, you know what? You're a good person. You don't deserve this. And it's like, what? No, 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 no. It's like that, that but that's every Shad to Rhyme show. It's like well, people do that. terrible things, terrible, terrible, terrible things to people. And
0: and they get told, "Oh, you're a great person, actually." It's like, they, no, they're not. They did that in that. They did that in Wand Division, and I am still mad about that. And it makes uh, me the, not the, like Monica Rambeau. Like she tortured those people for months, and she's like, "They'll never know what you gave up for them." It's like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah, I
2: gave up for them. She literally enslaved them, and it it basically it says it, uh, or at least heavily implies that that they were all like trapped there under the like. Against their will and forced to live out this fantasy that Wanda created. She
0: was like mind raping them, and like they're... she
2: was mind raping them. It was total mind rape.
0: Yes, and, and... Ugh, I I get so mad about that because I like I li- we were watching that, and I literally, I think my wife was shocked because she said that. I'm like, fuck you! Like I just yelled that in the living room.
2: It's to the point. If anyone has not seen Doctor Strange two. But she's the villain, Doctor Strange too, and it, it it does at least be like explain this like you're no you've done terrible things to people. and like you're still doing terrible things. You're like killing people and and destroying things, all because like you're obsessed with making your fantasy children real. Like yeah. it's she's mentally ill, and it's like at least like Doctor Strange is like you're mentally ill, and when she, she finally uh it gets through to her like things change but still it's it's just
0: and like why was the hammer horrible. guy a villain in or an antagonist in wandavision
2: oh he wasn't
0: well they treated i mean he him was like he but i mean he, he,
2: he, he yeah, shouldn't yeah. have
0: been yeah i don't i don't there was something else i watched recently where like the bad guy was like but they're not like really the bad guy mm. now i will say um it was a positive experience and i look forward to season two where they'll probably screw it up but um Wednesday was a really strong outing from Netflix because they avoided a lot of that stuff.
2: I haven't seen that yet.
0: And I thought, um, is it Jesse Ortega's her name? Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega did a really good job. It's a love letter to the, the, the Tim Burton Adams family and like her her performance is like a love letter to the Christina Ricci Wednesday and I, I enjoyed it a lot.
2: Well, I I think we did we talk about it? I think we talked about it on the show.
0: She got smeared by somewhat writer on there because she like was fighting them on things that weren't Wednesday esque.
2: Yeah, that she at least I give her kudos. She at least like understood the character and was not gonna let them, like just do things that didn't make sense because the writers being dumb. At least one writer was being dumb. It's like, oh, you should talk about how much like you love this dress. And she was giving them pushback. It's like. That's not the Wednesday character. The Wednesday character would not be like, oh, I love this. It's so pretty. It's like, that's not how she would be, you know. And, and this person got like so upset. This writer got like so offended, upset. It's like, oh, it's like, no, she's being true to the character. She's the artist that has to you know, portray the character. So I think in this case, like what she's saying the character should do or her motivations or how she'd act, she should act, like you should kind of run with it. Like it's come on.
0: Well, they did that, remember, some writer did that with Henry Cavill on The Witcher, too, like, tried to, like, smear him, and people were like, so, you're saying he's a sex pest because he wanted you to justify why he needed to take his shirt off? Yeah. It's just, people astound me sometimes.
2: Yeah, it's, it's... Very non-intelligent people.
0: No, I. Th- there's something about I think those people that live in like a bubble their whole life, and then they don't like understand certain things like being told no.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. my thing is like it's, and I think Chris Hemsworth did the same stuff though. It's like just because you want like an actor to get naked, like they don't have to like justify it. Like you're not like it's their body; they can do what they want with it. Yeah, which, by the way, that's one of the dumbest things I've seen Hollywood do. So a big part of that actor strike is they're trying to tell these actors that they can like 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 if they if they do like some random one off job that they can take their their image like as an AI and use it in perpetuity without ever paying them again. It's like you really think someone's going to fucking agree to that? Like a person that lives off of their likeness.
1: mm
0: like is not going to agree to that. Like you guys are just way you're like you're getting into like cartoon character like greed now.
2: Yeah, I I've seen some like post what uh what some of these uh studio executives like are making. <laughs> uh and it's like I am not usually like you know on the side of actors per se, but it's like the some of the demands that the studios are like ridiculous. Uh, and, and I think it's fair for actors who themselves could be quite rich, but I think it's fair to be like,
0: when the, we're okay, not, you
2: won't give us like a fucking raise when this guy is like, this guy won't make won't like want to give us a rage when he is making like literally like three hundred million a year.
0: Well, we're not like, talking necessarily. We're not talking about like Robert Downey Jr. We're talking about Joe Blow, like C list actor that's doing like indie stuff and whose big break is probably like getting like a. Sh- small time thing on like an Avengers movie where they're going to make half a mil, and that's going to be like the big score for their career to that point. Like we're talking about those people mm. that are going to get like totally hosed by that and are getting hosed.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I just, I just think it's stupid, but you know, whatever we're in this, like we're in this brave new era of like mega greed from a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know they'll 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 write a bunch of movies lecturing us about being greedy. It's gonna be interesting
2: because as long as this strike goes on, like it's a writer strike in the the Screen Actors Guild or actor yeah. strike. So and I mean it's 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 edging into late July. Uh, so if this is not like resolved soon, which I don't expect it to be necessarily, like. What are they going to do for content uh, now? Like the the new uh, season, essentially.
0: The um, YouTube, like all those content creators on YouTube are going to start stealing their audiences when Maybe. people realize, hey, this guy in his basement with a camera is more entertaining than what Hollywood's giving me. But I mean, that's
2: that that's real danger for Hollywood. And I'm not being uh, facetious, like, or I'm being quite honest with you. Like, it's danger because. You're in a situation where you don't want to give people the – essentially like the the opportunity to be like, oh, I don't actually need you. Uh, I can just look for like elsewhere because there is so many um, platforms platforms out there for you to like find content.
0: It only takes – because I asked my wife this in regards to a different boycott going on right now that we won't get into – Mm-hmm. But I asked her how long what, what they say it takes to change a habit and it's about three months is how long it takes to change a habit.
2: Well that's I mean the, to turn into wrestling talk uh, the people that have like left the WWE
0: mm-hmm.
2: or wrestling in general like they're probably not coming back. Uh, They are just like they found something else and like that's it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and Dave Meltzer can be like, "Oh, WWE is really hot right now." It's like WWE isn't remotely pulling in the audiences that they were they were getting like five, six years ago. Yeah. Um, but to talk about that generally, uh, like wrestling in general, like uh, people he was talking recently because people were like kind of ragging on him about ratings numbers, uh, and obviously he's like. I feel like he's being like kind of exceedingly generous to uh, the WWE. Like, oh, they're really hot right now. It's like, uh, okay, Dave, I'm kind of – I'm personally down on them, so
0: I'm
2: yeah. uh, not really
0: – They were hot not, for a while. I like, don't I'll necessarily that. want to
2: hear about uh, the, the, the virtue of like, the WWE. But yeah. uh, he, he was making a point where he's basically saying, like – because people are ragging him, it's so like, cool – you know, AEW did like only 800,000, 900,000 like thought they'd be like doing well, they're not growing and Meltzer had explained to them, it's like, you guys don't understand, like I, I look at trends all the time and AEW has been around since what, like 2019? Yeah,
0: 2019, Roughly. yeah
2: Uh, So they're now going on, you know, their fourth year or something, but he's trying, he was trying to explain to them, to people who like don't really read what he has to write don't understand like the trends that he sees all the time, or hasn't studied this like the last, you know, just handful of years like he has. But he was making the argument it's like, look, like AEW's around since 2019. Like maybe when they first started, they were doing like millions of times. And now they're making like 800, 900,000. And people are ragging on them. It's like, oh, they're not growing. It was like, like, he's like, no, this is actually quite good. It's still really good. It's strong because there has been so many other avenues of content, like with YouTube, Twitch, things like that. People streaming stuff on Twitch, uh those different avenues, like pulling in eight hundred or nine hundred thousand dollars ratings, uh, is actually the equivalent of like pulling in over a million. Because back in the day that would have equated to like a million. Yeah. Or over a million. Uh and those numbers, there's always like play with those numbers because like people are ragging on like the collision. And trust me, I'm not necessarily looking to give like CM punks the CM Punk show uh, you know kudos but people are ragging because it's like 500 $600, 000, uh 600 thousand dollars 500 to 600 thousand viewers for Collision and it's like that's probably way 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 better than, than TNT or TPS whatever channel it's on no, uh, it's getting, getting on a regular Saturday night
0: and they're drawing beyond, in like they're drawing in like people our age That like you and I are like AEW's median age yeah that's they, really hard to get
2: they're doing really really well for like a Saturday night show. Yeah. When they have to go against uh real sports, they have to go against the UFC, they have to go against uh WWE pay-per-views sometimes. They have a lot of competition. They're still pulling in like 5 or 600,000.
0: And, and their other and, metrics, their other metrics are good too though because people people obsess over the TV ratings it's like, yes, but go look at the pay-per-view numbers where the low end of their pay-per-view numbers keep going up.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, the Wembley show—they're already at like seventy-five thousand.
0: Yeah, but like, uh,
2: and it, they're easily—they have not announced any match like that. They need to literally to sell it out. I think they need like ten thousand, and it's like they can probably do that by just announcing like two or three like big, big name matches.
0: Well, and I think that I think that I, there's just this weird, there's this weird subset of like WWE fan that I never see talking about WWE. That somehow just can't handle their be like WWE like not being the only brand of of wrestling. Like you posted that thing that the other day, that person saying they wanted WWE to still buy Stardom.
2: Yeah, I posted that uh, kind of off uh, off the show, obviously, to some of us like in the Discord. We have a Discord. Uh, it's with just our friends, but someone posted. Something about stardom, which is obviously we talked about it before, a Japanese uh, Joshi promotion, probably the probably the number one Joshi promotion in in the world uh, owned by Bushiro, the same company that owns New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, They have gotten a lot of uh, promotion. They have grown exponentially in the last couple couple of years. Like
0: number three, like pushing to be the number two promotion in Japan. currently.
2: Yeah. And and, uh, they're doing really well. Uh, to the point where uh, two of their big stars, uh, Julia, who made uh, someone, like, don't be surprised if WWE or, or AEW, like, snatch her up uh, in due time. But she just won the New Japan Strong uh, Championship, and she is going to be defending that in America, in, like, Philadelphia. Uh, so she's coming to America for, like, exposure. Uh, another one, the it's one like, we...
0: Isn't that, like, the ultimate monkey's paw, like... I want to see Julia wrestle in America. It's in Philadelphia. God damn yeah. it! <laughs> uh,
2: another one that we've actually reviewed one of her matches before, but another uh, star, uh, Utami Hayashita. I might be mispronouncing that, but she uh, was just on an excursion briefly here in America. Was, like doing a bunch of matches, which were very well received. I think she. I don't. I don't think it's aired yet, but she's like she did a match for like Ring of Honor. Uh, like their honor club show stardom is like blowing up like it, it's really doing well it's really like blowing up like uh it's the stars are getting more and more more and more popular with at least like the wrestling subset they're,
0: they're in one year their subscriber service grew 60 percent like the first yeah, year, Bush it, year it it,
2: it, it, insane like it, 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 an insane amount uh, and I saw someone on Twitter was like, "Yeah, like, Stardom's great." I, I still kind of hope like WWE buys them so they can like fold them into NXT Asia. And I saw that and my mouth dropped. I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, this is like horrific. This is like literally never... like an insane comment."
0: Yeah, because it's like, do you okay? Do you want do you want the thing to happen where you'll never see any of these women ever wrestle again? Then that's what you want to happen.
2: It, it's it's insane. It, it it's it's such a it's dark to be like, oh, I want this this promotion that's really good and really getting become really, really, really popular. Oh, yeah, I want the deputy to buy them.
0: I remember that idiot that thought New Japan was an indie, like, you know, New Japan oh, yeah. that that draws like 50,000 people to their biggest show of the year that at one point, even into the 90s, like made more money than WWE. Like, yeah, I oh, just, yeah. people are people are crazy. I just don't get it
2: like it, I, it's it's because like there is a certain subset uh and maybe it's because like they have just that's what's left they've been but they've been like essentially brainwashed for the wwe into that the only wrestling that actually matters or should exist is wwe so everything has to be through the wwe lens yes. so yeah it's like oh stardom stardom has like good women's wrestlers oh great i hope wwe buys them it's like why would you want that
0: there's this weird there's even this weird thing so for a long time like the toxicity i thought went both ways with um aew and wwe fans Mm -hmm. and you know at some point the aew thing kind of died down a lot like there's still some toxic fans obviously but like i think they just got a product to invest in so they just don't care as much anymore but like once triple h took over like they're this like Uber like toxic WWE fan just like came up out of nowhere. Like, I don't I don't understand what happened there. Cause you would think you would think, like, if they were really enjoying what Triple H was doing and stuff, that they wouldn't give a shit. They would just be enjoying their thing and talking about that. But like anymore, like I don't I don't see much of anything other than these like platitudes about how, you know, the bloodline thing's the best ever. But then, like a bunch of bitching about like AEW, uh-huh. and it's just it just shocks me because it's like I don't you guys don't like talk about your own product like you just talk about fucking AEW, uh-huh. and it's like you guys obsess over like like because all and and I I think it's really weird because they will it really gets annoying because they'll hop on stuff and it really just gets annoying because AEW fans are pretty honest about like the shortcomings of the product yeah and like i think i think on this show we don't focus on negatives but like you've probably heard me for the last what year and a half say i don't think it's booked particularly well currently
2: i think that i would say it's booked bad but i do think there are deficiencies which uh, tony khan needs to address uh he hired, like, that uh, the one guy, Will Washington. Uh, it's like, maybe let Will Washington do more stuff, which I thought that's what he was supposed to do. Maybe he is, like, I'm not being fair, but maybe it's like, Tony should take a step back and not try and do everything, because there's a lot of irons in the fire. He's He yeah. now has, like, three
0: Maybe take six prime months time off shows. and recharge your booking juices, too. Well, he should maybe do,
2: like... Look, he can't do everything. He can't be like, I've got yeah, Dynamite yeah. and Rampage and Collision... And Ring of Honor. It's like maybe you, maybe, maybe he, I guess to a certain extent he he might, but I don't know uh, because he doesn't talk about it. But he should, if he wants to like still book Dynamite, okay. But some of the other stuff he should like leave it to, like Will Washington or somebody else, just maybe like a committee and be like, okay, just run me through what your proposals are. And he can just do like a thumbs up, thumbs down. And give a lot of autonomy to other people.
0: Yeah, that's what And that know. would
2: flow a little better because people are complaining right now in real time. People are complaining because I think like this Friday, it's uh, and it's Friday. It's, it's we're recording this on uh July 18th. This, this Friday I believe is like the Ring of Honor pay per view, and it has like I think a couple matches booked. Wow. And yeah, I- but it's also he. I guess he did a press for today, and he was honest, and it's like yeah, it has' to been booked because like some of the things happened like they we were gonna do like certain directions or we were doing other things, and like things got conflicted. Like he one of the things he talked about, which is fair. it's supposed to be headlined by uh, the Briscoe versus Claudio. and we can't do that now because uh, Mark Briscoe needs like knee surgery. so
0: well, but the problem is like the r o h TV's been like really aimless too. Like nothing happens on the TV. Yeah, but I think I think the other problem they have and we've complained about that, like since covid, they just have too many people on the roster.
2: Yeah, somebody tried to play a gosh the other day because they were listing like they listed like a bunch of uh, talent where it's like, oh, they haven't appeared on TV. But I looked through that list and it's like. Probably like two thirds of the people were like injured and it's like, uh, well, come on, it's good. You've seen Danhausen. It's like, well, Danhausen's injured, so it's like, what, what are you gonna do? Like, he's not gonna show up injured necessarily, unless you are gonna do like some. He's gonna be like a non wrestler. Like, yeah. it, it, it's weird, but I do understand generally the allegations uh, against like Ring of Honor or AEW. Like, I kind of understand it.
0: I mean, I think it helps them in some extent though, because I know Miro is being a bitch, but you know. I think WWE would be better off like if they kind of did the AEW thing where it's like, well, we have too many people. So like, hey, Miro, um, your, your program is over. Why don't you just take six months off and we'll bring you back
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a hot, fresh angle and you'll be rested up. You'll be healthy and people won't have seen you six months because I think that's part of the problem that the WWE has is like people can't miss you unless you're gone. The only people they let not appear on their TV is their world champions who. Disappear for months at a time. Weeks.
2: The months, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I'm looking through like, wrestling Twitter. And I'm laughing because the NXT North American Championship.
0: That's still Was around.
2: won tonight. It is. Uh, it's kind of superfluous. But it was won tonight by none other than Dominic Mysterio. <laughs>
0: Why is he in NXT?
2: I don't know. They're, they're who? It's almost like the brands don't even matter anymore. But well,
0: that seems to be where they keep sending like their failures. Like because I think Johnny Gargano went down there. Um, Paula Cruz was down there for a while.
2: It it does. I mean, I wouldn't say this necessarily about Dominic because they actually are featuring him on the main roster, but. It, it does seem to be, like, a roster... Where it's, like, people who would be otherwise main roster that they, like, don't have anything for. They're like, oh, I'll just ship him down to NXT for a while. It's like, okay. But uh, I'm just laughing because someone mentioned that Dominic Pisterio won the North American Championship. And they're like, oh, another one who finished the story for Cody Rhodes. It's like... <laughs> that's, that's really funny, actually.
0: As, I... Man, I just... Anything, like, I just... The LA Knight thing I think is was fun, but I just I just know they're not going to do anything with him. Yeah, they're just going to they're just going to stick their plans and then they're going to do something with him from like a, y- a year from now when it's died down a lot. And they're going to be like, well, you know, this didn't work. This is why we don't try. stuff. it's like, well, you waited. You waited eight months too long. I don't know. You have to let me know if you uh, if you stop in and get some of those final faction guys, though.
2: I'll let you know. Um, I again, I'm trying to like I've tri- been trying to pay off my credit cards, so I haven't really bought a lot of figures. I will say, the thing that I'm most into now and uh, in trying to catch up on collecting is the GI Joe classified figures, because yeah. I feel like they are really, really killing it. They're, lately with those figures
0: well they have bazooka and shipwreck and they have like some staples coming out soon but i feel like they're i mean this is this small time complaint this really small time complaint but they're mm. doing the hasbro thing that i hate where there was nothing for a while and then i feel like they're just spewing like tons of they
2: stuff. are every week it's like a new pre-order and it's like i, I cannot keep up guys like i actually i, I looked and i, I counted it uh, and I'm I'm way behind on the pre-order stuff. Uh, I'm sure I'll be able to get them somehow. Uh, but because some stuff on like Hasbro Pulse, it's like it's uh it's sold out, so you have to go through uh you know Amazon or Big Bad Toy Store. Well, the good thing about
0: Amazon is Amazon, you don't have to pay for it until it comes out at least.
2: Yeah. And but they I, usually uh,
0: give you the cheapest price it was while you're waiting.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh. But I, I counted up and I think I'm at like sixteen uh, pre order figures Ooh. that I need to, to get. So it's like I'm not getting all of them at once. Like that would cost me like way too much money. It's like I, I will have to get them maybe a little bit along.
0: And then your wife's like, why did why did these like five huge boxes show up? I'm like, because they put two figures per box, and that's
2: like the that so that's like the bad thing. I'm not again I'm not like buying stuff. Uh, for, for a bit, but uh, it is that is something that is kind of annoying with the pre-orders. It's like, because I am trying to pay off my credit cards, and I've been good about that. But it could be something that like, let's say I have like, I don't know, let's say I have like a hundred bucks to spend. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm finally going to get some like of those figures I haven't gotten. So i get like three or four of them, or four of them. Uh, I could order them now with that hundred bucks I have now. And all of a sudden it's like a box full of toys comes out like three, four months from now. And I had to like justify that to my wife. It's like, but no, like I bought it like months ago. It's, I'm not spending my money now. No, it's awkward.
0: That happened once. Cause we, something had happened. Something expensive happened and we mm-hmm. were struggling. And this big ass pre-order thing came and she's like, when did you order this? I'm like eight months ago. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. eight Months ago, months ago.
0: Well sometimes I, that But they just... all seem
2: to come at once. Like
0: Oh I know. I had um I had like pre orders come in, like I had my Frosthaven Kickstarter come in. There was a week like where it was obscene. And I don't think you were on there when I was showing Shad the the, the Frosthaven box, but Frosthaven weighs like thirty pounds and it's a board game. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's huge. But like I'm trying to get my basement in order and get rid of stuff like I'm eyeballing. I'm actually eyeballing the Marvel Legends and be like, huh, I wonder if I could just sell all those.
2: I thought about that.
0: I just.
2: Marvel Legends stuff.
0: I don't know. They're just such a disappointment when you take them out of the box. Like, I just. I really lost. They lost their luster for me really quick.
2: Yeah.
0: So, like I'm, I'm, t- I'm like, I have to get sticky tack to get them to stand. Yeah. And I don't know, they have all this articulation and stuff, but then they're so stiff you're afraid you're going to break them, so then you can't even really pose them.
2: No, in uh, nowadays, I know everything's trying to be like a, kind of environmentally conscious, but they don't – back in the day, like at least like the old G.I. Joe figures, it's like they at least had some really small metal rivets.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like that actually, if you put those in the joints, I'd feel less – I, I would not feel like I'm gonna break the figures off.
0: I feel like the old GI Joes are more posable than these are. I'd agree. but man, I don't know they're just they're just kind of disappointing. It makes me sad. And like they're also do, they're also cheaping out on accessories now like you don't get the cool effects anymore. It's like, oh, you used to get three of these Well, you get one now and it's more expensive. Yeah. Well, I think um I think that is going to be it for this week. Uh, Shad should be back next week. Um
2: assuming he has power and internet. Yeah. <laughs> Which I bet I actually
0: would be or he doesn't lose them again. Yeah. But um that is next week and I don't think um this is just an FYI. I don't think we're going to be doing any real hardcore wrestling content for a while, like watching anything. So just as an FYI, we'll probably be doing some wrestling stuff, but I think we're doing some comic stuff down the road and um, some other things. Mm. So uh, just an FYI, if you're listening, like we have a project going on, but I don't think that's going to start until the fall. So, Yep. So that is it for uh, this. Thanks for joining us always. Uh, what is it? Uh, we've been in two of the four corners, and you've been... <laughs> Somewhere or other.
2: <laughs> You've been in one of the other two corners. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: Chad is in the a corner in spirit, I guess. So we have a picture of him. just yes. in, in one I guess of the we corners.
0: Could, I guess we could put the the baby in the the third corner.
2: Yeah, my daughter is sleeping in my lap the entire time. She's been like just sleeping.
0: She can chew on the the rope.
2: <laughs> she loves to chew at this point.
0: Does she have so teeth even yet she, or is she too no young? She has no teeth. Okay.
2: Uh, I, we're kind of awaiting her to have teeth. Uh, we feel like it's going to be soon because she's like just putting things in her mouth and chewing on them. But I don't know. She doesn't have one. She doesn't have. Uh, she doesn't have one yet. That's,
0: that's and I mean. she doesn't
2: have what they call eruptions. She doesn't have any that appear to be breaking through the gums. Really.
0: That's how. Um, that's how small babies like learn about stuff is by putting it in their mouth.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and our older daughter, we constantly. I'm constantly being like, okay. Don't have any of your small toys near her. She'll just put them in her mouth. We don't want her to choke.
0: And if you don't want baby drool on it, you should probably pick it up.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's, you try telling that to a toddler because she's just, I always like, it's me gasping several times a day because she like will just take the baby's hands or arms and be like, La, da, 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 and like just like yanking them everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I like, they <laughs> clutch my chest like a fear. Yeah. When uh, the funny thing is that the, the baby like like is either amused or loves it. She like gets a big smile on her face. Like I'm like, no, you should not <laughs> don't encourage this <laughs> potentially violent behavior. We <laughs> I mean, don't. It's dangerous.
0: It's like, well, I know I just bit the shit out of you, but I'm cute. It's like, yes. Yeah. They grow up quick though.
2: Oh, she's my my youngest daughter is almost six months. It's like what She's damn six months trying... already? Almost. Like a, another week or so.
0: Holy crap. You know when I felt old is when one of my someone I went to high school with, their their kid was learning to drive. That's when I felt old.
2: Oh yeah. It's like, wait, how old is this kid?
0: Yeah, they're in college now, so
2: all of a sudden they're like ready to drive or you know, going off the fit they're like wrapping up high school. It's like, damn, how old am I?
0: Now, I mean, I'm probably getting, I'm getting into the, the net, like, I have to start going to weddings again.
2: <laughs> but it's of, like, children. Yes, yeah, it's, it's of, not, like, people I people.
0: knew when they, like, knew when they were small babies. I'm not quite there yet.
2: Uh, I, I I'm Not there yet, but I am at the phase, and I'm, like, I have, like, small children, so I didn't get it. But I, were people who, uh, in the last, like, ten years were always... Like my friend, my friends were like a, a little bit younger than me, like three, four years younger than me. Like they're now like having their own children. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my god, now let me go to like a two-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> it's like this is natural, like this is a, you know the process, the progression of life. But it's also like, damn. Like I remember back when none of us had kids, I remember going out with you and just like getting wasted. Now here we all are, in, like a park. At a splash pad for here, a two-year-old's birthday party. We <laughs> like at, We've come a long way.
0: Yeah, here we are getting wasted at a two-year-old's birthday party trying to stay sane. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing worse than a bunch of screaming kids at a party.
2: Uh, I get used to it. I've gotten used to it. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't get... I really don't ever get wasted anymore. Hey! Uh,
0: you know, because,
2: uh, let me tell you something, being wasted or incapacitated with a, a small child is not fun. I've never gotten wasted with my uh, with one of my daughters, but I did... My, one I talked about this on the show, I think, but like one of my children, my, my eldest once gave us like the norovirus.
0: Oh, yeah, I think you talked about that.
2: Oh, my God. For like uh, 24 hours, I could not keep anything down. I was it was literally, it was so bad, I was literally, I would drink a glass of water because I'm like, oh, I can't hold any food down, better stay hydrated. I drank a glass of water and within like 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, and like ran to the bathroom, vomited up all the water, I like I couldn't even keep water down.
0: Before. You know what's, what, uh, what's awful is like when I was younger, you know, my grandparents slash mom be like. Well, you know you're not feeling well. Why don't you do some Seven Up and and soda crackers to help yourself? I'm like, do you know how bad Seven Up tastes when you puke it up? Oh, it's the worst.
2: See, we uh, growing up, we would always do like uh, saltines with ginger ale.
0: Look, I I can't do ginger ale. That I would that would make me just puke trying to puke that up.
2: But see that's the thing like I, I don't mind ginger ale, but because of that it's like I one, I never have now that I'm adult, I never have ginger ale in my house. Uh, and the second reason is because like I guess I always associated mentally associate uh ginger ale with uh, with being sick or when I'm at yeah. points when I'm sick. So like I don't just like drink that in my life so I don't I don't drink it all <laughs> I never have it I, I almost never drink it. Uh, even though I don't mind it. So it's there's that. I think I do have saltines though. It but we don't a... we would not give like our child like any sort of like sugary soda like that. I, I've with with my kids my eldest kid's daycare, like I've seen a parent or two give their kids like a soda or like a sugary drink. Uh, and it's always like, What in the F are you doing to your kid? Like that's not right. He's enjoyed like your incredibly like sugar rushed child later
0: yeah that's the best part about not having the kids you can sugar them up and send them back to their parents Mm.
2: no please don't do that
0: i mean i wouldn't do it to you but i mean i'm just saying like when like when you get to be the fun uncle you get to you know do all the fun stuff get them all hyper and be like okay back to mom and dad you go Mm. so that's that's the the advantage of like not having the ones of your own is you don't have to deal with the consequences of your actions but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I really don't drink much anymore, just because even if I'm like it's after work and I just have one with dinner, I want to go sit on the couch and like fall asleep. So I kind of stopped.
2: I, that's me nowadays, anyway. <laughs> like I want uh, It's rare I can last past like midnight or so, and then I'm up by like six six, 6. fifteen in the morning.
0: It's it'll be I'm I'm I've become king of it's like 9:30 on a Friday and I'm sitting on the couch like I refuse to go to bed, Mm. but I get up early so I mean it is what it is. But like the uh,
2: worst is like with kids with kids especially like well well it's not so much my baby although she she gets up because she's like still at the point where it's like she needs to eat okay fine yeah my the worst is like my oldest one who's now like three and a half a little over three and a half actually. And it'll be, like, 7 o'clock on a Saturday, and she'll be, like, bouncing into my wife and I's room, and it's like, where are we going today? What are we doing? Let's play. And it's like, baby, it's 7 a.m. Where are you got to go? You, gotta, you don't have to go to daycare. You got nothing. And then, like, during the week when she has to actually get up and go to daycare, it's like,
1: yeah. it's like
2: pulling teeth to actually get her up and, like, change her and everything brush her teeth get her out the door it's like i've never seen someone who has like less concept of time <laughs> than my yeah, top that,
0: that was bella when she was still alive it'd be like 705 and she'd be like okay enough of that sleeping and stuff i want breakfast and i want to go out yeah so yeah i sleep i think i've slept i think i get to sleep until eight like three times a year hmm that's the other reason. Like sometimes I can stay up late, but if I stay up till two in the morning, I'm still gonna be up. Even like on a Saturday, I'm probably gonna be up by seven thirty because the dogs will want to go out. So, don't do it. Like that's the thing. I love doing Tim stream, but like man, like those. That's a brutal next day for me. I
2: love doing ten streams too, but Tim. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. I think everyone here or all everyone on our show is like East Coast. But Tim is on like Central Coast I believe yeah, so it's Central like an hour time difference uh, which you don't think makes a difference but it's like no actually if you do podcasting like it makes a difference to start at like 10 p.m and then go for two three hours it's what? like I wish I had that time like I, yeah. I I can do it but it's like it's it is like a rough the next day it, especially with small children
0: and it's hard to like with podcasting that stuff because you're on the spot talking. And like when you start getting tired, it's like, cause there's sometimes you can, you can kind of tell when we double record cause you can tell when we're starting to get punchy and stuff, but man, there's sometimes when we're just sitting here and like, it's, you know, and you're just sitting here and you're like, so tired. It's like, I just need this podcast to end. It's not like that you're not enjoying it. It's that you're so like, you're sitting here falling asleep.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know if that happens to you very often, but some of those double records, like I get. I get I start like I start fading once we get past 11.
2: Yeah. Starts getting low energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad if I work from home the day after a recording, but if I have to go in, that means I have to get up an hour earlier and it's just like it's it's bad. So I, I will say that is it for this episode to so join us next week as always. um, Thanks for joining us.